Hi everyone and welcome back to the podcast. So today I am sitting in the garden. It's an afternoon. The sun is going down. There's a little bit of wind around. The birds are getting ready to bunker down for the night and go to sleep. Uh, we've just chopped our wood ready. We've got our some soup on, some harvest on. And I thought I'd come out here and share some of my thoughts. So I'll see you in the episode. So the big question is this, how do we live in more sustainable and regenerative ways? How can we tap into the ancient secrets of living in harmony with the sacred nature of life? How do we embody the interconnected web of life that thrives in abundance within each of us? That is the question, and this podcast will explore the answers. My name is Craig Hubbard, and welcome to Shambhala Living. Hi everyone, welcome back. So today's episode feels like the beginning of a new era at the farm in my life. It's been a, a big journey. We've been here over 10 years now at, at this farm at Doonan and I've been on this food growing journey for 15 years, so five years at a previous property. And, and in the last episode that I recorded at least, we were saying goodbye. I was saying goodbye. We as a farm were saying goodbye. And yeah, I just wanted to reflect on that and um, share where I'm at. The, the saying goodbye was, was both a, a kind of a positive and a, and a sad thing because it was saying goodbye to the markets. So it's been a week since that episode or that recording. And so I've had some time to reflect and just really settle into this new role because for, although I wasn't always a farmer, you know, I didn't, I didn't become a farmer until I was over 35. So for most of my life, I, I didn't know how to grow food. So for, I'm 43 right now. So for most of my life has been not knowing how to grow food. Literally, like not at all knowing how food is grown. I'm embarrassed of not knowing and not even wanting to ask questions because I, I just felt like I should know or something. But I've come to realize that that is much more than normal than, than we'd probably all like to think. Yeah, that, that it's more normal that, that we as huma- humans don't know where our food comes from. So yeah, it's been an a interesting week to let go of that, I guess that title and that identity of being the farmer this sense of pride and and joy in 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 the in the sense of bringing food to others and i feel like it's it's a big full circle it's coming back to to where i started not in terms of like where like i i now coming back to where to why I started, I guess, is more. And that was to really explore 
this whole wide world of where does our food come from that opens up this big topic of the soil how do we bring life back to our soils and realizing that that our food in all of its forms comes back to plants and then plants come back to soil and that therefore our our whole life our whole civilization is reliant on this very delicate living system ecosystem that is in the soil that is the soil is the the living soil and so that rabbit hole that i went down that started 15 years ago yeah i i, I think for the for a good 10 years that i really identified with being a farmer i really loved that role of feeding my local community and it's become really apparent that we need so many more growers in the world and yeah i have had people ask why did you shut the markets especially with this view of you know we we want more growers in the world and and it so i've gone through some ups and downs this week i've i've had some times of, of regret of oh, have i made the wrong choice and feeling sad about the fields out front and not knowing what what does it mean like what does it mean for the fields for the farm and what does it mean for the community and and really having to to dig deep and ask have i made the right choice first and and then trying to get some answers of like how does this benefit the community me just pulling out of the markets and and not supplying our community and through those ups and downs and chatting with some customers and some residents on the farm and some people that are become members of our food growing course and just connecting with my family and connecting into the the original why I got into it then I'm really starting to come back to my heart come back to my passion for the love of plants and again I'm in in my little mandala garden in the backyard and it just lights my heart up and this week we've had a, a couple of people come through the farm and and I've taken them on a little walk through this garden it, it just reminds me that to walk through a garden that is both productive and beautiful is probably the most inspiring thing that we could do even more than just bringing the food so yeah it makes me want to bring more of these gardens to to people's backyards to people's homes to the lives of of parents and i've really got to identify who is it that i want to serve and and why is is it that i want to serve those people so i wanted to dive into that and that really is when i really look at who is it that i want to serve it's it comes down to i want to serve mums why i don't know I, at first i didn't know why i was like why do i keep feeling this feeling that i want to look after 
mums and women, but parents particularly, and particularly the mums, is because they're the ones that seem to rise up and care about their children's health, children in general, and the and most wanting the to look after the earth for the future of, of their children. Now, then all of us, or well, not all of us, but a, a larger population also wants to look after the earth and I also want to serve those people and support them to have the tools required that they can take action to look after the earth. But particularly this group of mums that are that have chosen sort of mostly mums with uh, young kids that have um, that are choosing to spend as much time as they can with them. I'm seeing that they're the ones that that this desire for growing their own food comes up. That's what happened to me. It wasn't until I became a parent that I had this desire to learn how to grow food for the first time. So we all get it at different times. Um, it could be a climate thing, it could be a food scarcity thing, it could be food security, it could be an abundance thing, it could be just any other way that you've got into. But um, one way that, then the way I got into it was becoming a parent. And yeah, I wanna, I wanna really honor that. I wanna to put my energy into serving this group of people that caring for or want to care better for the earth and particularly give their children connection to the earth and I think I think that's the, the part that really kind of gets me is the idea of bringing our children up with their hands in the soil with their feet in the the earth and eating from the garden this is not what how I grew up not the way I was was growing up and not the way that I've seen that most people get to grow up and and that was just normal I lived in the suburbs of western Sydney we had a suburban house my mum did grow up with with gardens with her um, dad but by the time she was a mum it was, you know, two parents had to work to, to get by. So it's a real thing, this, this need to work and be busy. And it just seems like it's getting busier and busier and busier now. So this ability or this desire to slow down and give our kids a slower, earth, more earth-connected life is something we have to fight for, to fight for that time to carve out bits of time and and I really feel the the garden is is a way to do that so um, and I know that this particular group of people the mums they are the ones with where time is just man it's the, the most rare thing but I really feel like through the garden it, we can time I feel so satisfied when I'm sitting in the garden or doing a little bit of work. Often it is hard to do any kind of real garden work when Birdie's around, but we get a little bit done, but she's just playing and 
kind of digging and pulling things out and and sometimes I feel like oh it's going backwards but when I sit back and just realize this is her having a real garden experience and then in the little gaps I'll do some things so um, I'm not at all expecting that the mums will have the, the time to build their garden themselves but if with some help if they know what it is they want and they feel confident that they can either do it themselves or ask for help then at least if we can get a garden into their yard and those kids can get their hands in the dirt and pull some carrots out of the ground or some snow peas off the vine or some lettuce out of that that garden or some rocket or some parsley or something out of there or just even seeing the flowers growing then to me that is the greatest gift that we could give to the next generation because it's a memory that that lasts it's it's something to strive for it gives us hope to make this world a better place so yeah my decision to let go of the markets or our decision because it wasn't just mine it was it was both Chrissy and uh, and uh, my decision to to let that go so we could focus our um, attention on serving this group of amazing humans and a big part of that has been for me to step more into my role as a father and Chrissy's role she's been able to do a lot more of the the the, the work that uh, to communicate with this group of of women and mums to to find new ways to inspire to educate and connect with them and then I get to come in and, and share some of the more technical things so it's been really nice to support my my wife and the mother of my child Bertie to to be able to get more into the garden time in the garden and connect with other mums and and I'm seeing that already and some of this is through through the internet so through distance there is a community and and it's so vital to have community in some form with people that have some optimistic view of the future because I really believe that the world becomes more of what we focus on so any form of news and often even the social media we often just get bombarded with the negative aspects and there is so much negative in as soon as you kind of open up the the world of environment and, and that can be overwhelming so what is a positive step what is a positive action that we can do so that that us parents us and especially the mums have some hope for the future of of our children and and just the the mere small action of planting seeds or seedlings is is one of the the greatest actions that i have been part of and and witnessed the the healing passings deaths miscarriages to plant tree, plant a tree in memory and to plant flowers has just been amazing to to be a part of to see how how 
healing a garden can be not to mention the food that can come out of that as well so like I've said before that this journey that I'm on is and that I, I encourage and, and want to inspire you to either be on or stay on is way more than just growing food but it does start there and it and we need to eat so it's a daily thing and wherever you're at in your journey it comes with ups and downs this week i've seen the bush turkey coming in in fact i was just jumping over the fence while i'm sitting doing the podcast here and i see it's you know digging up some areas and it can be it can be sad and so you're going to have failures and successes and it doesn't matter just keep as long as we keep doing it just like any practice that really supports us just to keep returning to that so wherever you're at if you've had a go at gardening and you feel like oh, I had a go and it didn't work then I, I encourage you to have another go um, in it with a different angle different different plants different time of year try something new keep learning keep being inspired to to grow grow food flowers herbs and look after little ecosystems because it brings real hope to to those around you so that's that's all for now thank you so much for joining me in another episode and i will see you on the next one soon bye for now lots of love Hey everyone, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Shambhala Living Podcast. If you enjoyed it, then I'd love it if you would share it with some friends and subscribe to this channel and turn on notifications so you can find out when the next podcast comes out. You can find us at Instagram at Shambhala Farm and also check out our upcoming 12-week food growing course. You can find out more details on our newsletter list or on Instagram. I'll see you on the next episode.